from the DPC. It's ESL's TLDR show. I'm Neil Kandaria, filling in for Jereen Vanderheiden today. Who? December 13th, 2021. Support for the show is brought to you by the Ice Frog Foundation, a nonprofit group that seeks to help people who lack social skills and keep them off the streets. And of course, viewers like you. Thank you. Our guests today come from a wide range of backgrounds, and I'd like to introduce you to our first. <laughs> no, we don't. Kevin Purge Godek, Dota's premier meteorologist and ability draft enthusiast. Kevin, so glad you could join us. Uh, thanks, Neil, for uh, having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Of course. Next, Michelle Moxie Song, renowned caster, accomplished vocalist, and self-proclaimed aspiring cat lady, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Neil. You know, it's really a delight to be able to be on such a program like this and be able to talk to all the wonderful viewers that like to support Dota. Thank you. And last, and also least... What are you setting up for here? Andrew <laughs> Jenkins Jenkins, caster by day, content creator by night, and full-time energy drink mixologist during all of that. Andrew, it's a pleasure to have you here. I was expecting. I was expecting to be insulted. Um, I guess I appreciate that. Uh, it's great to be here. Lady and gentlemen, it's so good to have you here for ESL's TLDR show, the weekly recap in which we cover things that have happened and transpired in the Dota Pro circuit and other topics that may so come across our radar. Uh, Kevin, Thank you so much for being here. I already said thank you, so I'm not going to say it again. Is there anything that uh, struck your fancy over the course of the Dota Pro Circuit in the past week? Anywhere you want to go, any region you want to choose to speak oh, of. It's hard not to jump on the Arkosh hate train right now, i got to say. That one Perfect. stood out a little bit. Uh, no, the biggest thing was probably EG uh, being upset by Black and Yellow, without a doubt. Um, that series was really impressive for Black and Yellow. Um, and I think it's easy sometimes when you're watching a season to overlook a lot of the teams at the bottom. Because NA's the, the biggest issue with the region is that only two teams go to the DPC. So basically, for six of these eight teams, it is basically just a huge joke. To, uh, one of the, sorry, I meant one of the eight teams is a huge joke for them. Um, for the other teams, though, it's like they don't really have hopes of getting to the major. It's so, like, Undyne didn't make it to either major last season, yet they still perform great at TI. So... The, the real answer is, like, how can you even, like, com like compete with the top four? So when Black and Yellow upset EG, it was just, like, such a big moment. And they did it, like, in, in a cool way. The the first game, they they uh, EG let them get Magnus. The hero, they get every game, and they, they made it work with some great team fights. I think Zero, their offline player, played amazing that series. I wasn't aware of his presence in the scene before this. Um, but I, he really impressed me in that He's series. Important. He's important. He, when, when, I, when I saw their first game, I think they beat... Uh, D2 Hustlers, um, or was it Wildcard? Maybe I think it was D2 Hustlers. Uh, my only thought was like, stand in for zero, like they've lost. Like he's by yeah. far their best player. And it's nothing against the other players. It's just zero has um, in the second tour of last year's DPC, he completely like started carrying whatever whatever team he was on. Yeah, he was a standout player. Last, He's super standout. Last DPC, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. So, and and uh, I know that he was also captaining at a point, too. So, like, he was just growing a lot as a player. And so, when it's like, when he's not there, it's like, oh, they lost. And then they won. And then he shows up, and it's like, they beat EG. So, yeah. there's an element of not surprising about it, because they would obviously be a lot better with Zero. But then also, like, is that good enough? I think nobody thought 
that they would be good enough, even with zero, just because it's EG. In NA, that's like, that doesn't happen. And, and the EG series also rises, popped up for me quite a bit as player to look out for, because I think overall that carry performance was something worthy of beating evil geniuses. It was a team effort, obviously, but again, these are players who I was not eminently familiar with beforehand, aside from your boy High Shaggy. Yeah, Rises, <laughs> rises is like, he's always been a decent pub player. He's been like top 100. Um, usually when his heroes are strong, he'll like spam one or two heroes. Once, uh, one season it was Bloodseeker, another season it was Spectre. And uh, so people just like took him as just a hero spammer and that's it. And that's how these really good players always start is that they're just really good at one thing and then they have to translate those skills and figure out how to make it work on other heroes where like the concepts are different. Um, but recently he's like ranked 20. I think he might even be top 10 now. So he's, as a player individually, he's been kind of apexing. And if you look across the other regions, like that's what you want from a carry player. Like all of these carry players are, are uh, rank one. Like Yoragi just hit rank one. Um, you just want a super high rated carry player. Like that seems to be the, the most like important role to have like a super high skill guy at right now. So doesn't surprise me on that element also why they're so strong. Wasn't apexing hard enough to beat Undying afterwards, though. So interregional stuff is is really is really weird. Like sometimes there's just teams that are like really good. Like Undying, for example, they're really good at winning the lanes, and they're really good at making like early game rotations to the point where I remember SVG was saying like he would literally always show up mid against them, and they'd always show up there for like the five six minute catapult. Um, and so I think if you look at EG. They were losing lanes to Arkosh, and so which is I did see that. which is crazy for EG because you usually think of them as like a really lane winning team. They are, yeah. Um, but it actually looks like their laning in early game is not their strongest point currently, and then they end up winning when it comes to the the late game, which is no surprise because they have four players that people say like are on the greedier side at least with in terms of their history uh, in uh, you know play, playing the game in other roles. So where does this leave you, Moxie, on the black and yellow trend? Do I start writing them off? Was it a one-hit wonder kind of thing? Uh, I don't think you should write them off necessarily, but I think, you know, when you're going up a team like and dying, all right, this team has just been looking very, very strong for the last couple events that we've seen them at, um, and they're really starting to hit their stride. They know their item timings. They know when they're supposed to be moving, when they've hit those power peaks, and it's very fluid for them. Uh, it feels like black and yellow, they have these moments where they're like, oh, yeah, you know, we have that momentum. Things are going well. You know, you're getting good positioning coming out of your IO player, and and like they're not able to get into the back lines. But again, like Jenkins said, interregional play comes into effect where you know you know each other pretty well. You know how they play, you know which players you know you want to target, you want to mess with lanes. So um, I mean, that's the nice thing about the DPC, right? Is you're seeing growth. You're seeing different teams, you know, have more time to play together, to get stronger, to analyze each other and make a play off of that. So I don't think you should write them off, but, you know, they definitely need to step it up again if they want to uh, it, keep going on this train. What's Undying score? Because I feel like... They are undefeated. They haven't okay, I was going to say, because I feel like we talk about Undying as if it's still last year, but their performance at TI, especially during the group stage, was insane. Yep. I don't think they're just the third best team. Like, they could be better than EG. 
This is a team well, that performed been, insanely well at, T, at TI. They've been playing together, though, for a while, whereas EG's kind of, like, reshuffled. They're still getting their bearings. Yeah, not everybody's yeah. in the same spot, so that does make a bit of a difference. It does. Um, whereas, you know, when you have, again, like, that's that's a big thing for South America, too, is that all of the rosters shuffled so often that you never got to address some of the actual issues within a team. You're just like, oh, well, that guy, you know, he doesn't fit. But when you're forced to address those issues, you become a better team, and when you become a better team, you obviously put forth a better, you know, standings and things like that. Undying was also doing pretty well in the tournaments like right prior to TI mm -hmm. too. So I just I just feel like our perception of that team is just is based on it's like easy to base it on DPC because we're talking about DPC, but in terms of TI and other tournament performances, that's actually just a really good team. Yeah. Like they might just they might just be the number one seed in, in NA and th this idea that EG is supposed to be at the top could just be the bias of like that's the way it's been for a long time. But well, and they have the most superstar team. I mean, they brought Sherax yeah, so, back. So did Navi in, in for the sure. last season of yeah. DPC. And, and it's like British Pro and Secret. There's so many stories of the the VIP team not mm -hmm. being good. It enough. doesn't work. But it's it early though. Again, it's very early that they're still you know trying to find that stride. Like you see this happen a lot whenever you mix up teams with EG especially. Yeah. Like they they tend to do a lot worse in the earlier stages of each season um, or each tour so it's not it's not atypical for them but i also think that there's an element of like undying is is just way better than they're they coming were for them they're gonna the inform for sure season. um quincy crew is a bit I, i'd say they're like i mean they're also this new team like i i almost want to say like that region is probably eg undying quincy crew now instead of eg quincy crew uh, and maybe even undying number one like i genuinely think that's possible yeah, I maybe, think maybe black and yellow in fourth place over Zoomers if if they can keep up their streak a little bit. At least in the first season, in first major, first first tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's possible. Okay, that satisfies my curiosity on North America. Where else would you like to go, Kevin? It's up to you. Why do I have to pick every time? <laughs> uh, what other regions? Um, Any Western, of them. Western Europe is like fun to watch as well, um, just because of the the general star power that we've seen. Um, Nigma Galaxy looks very weak without Miracle. It could just be like they haven't, like if Miracle's not there and uh, their team isn't screaming as their normal five, then obviously their performance is going to be lesser. But maybe they're feeling like they've got lots of time. Um, I worry for them though, because like we saw last season, the, literally the reason they didn't go to TI was because they didn't do well enough in the first season of DPC and they didn't make the major. And those points, like they almost made it with that, that great run at the last major that they played, but uh, they didn't qualify. So I worry for them that if they don't get their stuff together, it could force them to do a pivot later on. So they really got to play well in their next match. Yeah, you want to talk about roster consistency. I mean, many people are wondering why Weeha is just kind of sitting around while RMN is subbing in. And you have a team that has otherwise stayed pretty consistent for multiple years in Western Europe, which has been kind of an anomaly, uh, especially as of this season. We have Liquid also dramatically changing things after they almost broke the, uh, the record of most consecutive games played with the same five people roster, but they had to shift it a little bit and it's working out so well for them, Moxie. They're undefeated so far. Yeah, that's a group that really just hit the ground running, so to speak. Um, you know, you've got a lot of star power, you've got a lot of people who feel very comfortable, and they're, they're pros, right? When you get to a point where you're so used to, you know, moving around a little bit, you adjust much faster. It's the whole argument that we had with the former tours is that you have, you know, some teams that adjust so well on the fly, right? They do so well on land because they just immediately know what they have to do, and then there are other teams that they really take that time. They take, you know, the week's worth of, you know, game and then really do their research. So it's kind of similar in terms of players, right? Some players are just very quick on the uptake, 
Um, and then some players, you know, they're, they need a little bit more time to be like, okay, this is how we need to start playing. This is the person we need to play around. Um, so again, with Liquid, that's, they just hit it, like I said. But when it comes to like teams like OG, that's what's really, really interesting to me is we've got a lot of, I don't want to say newer players, but younger players, I guess, more untried. Um, that's a team that has just clicked almost immediately, which I think is really, really kind of scary if you're, you know, one of the, not necessarily the old guard, but, you know, just seeing how fast these kids are improving and being able to take these like explosive games and fights. Yeah, their style is weird. I, I feel like they win games off the back of just nobody like knows what the hell to do against them. How much are you factoring in the game that we literally just saw happen on Dota Pit, which was Navi versus OG? Uh, not, you know, I mean, I would say that w without seeing that game. Okay. Ga that game's a good example. I mean, carry Void Spirit, that's yeah. pretty crazy. But I mean, just Amar um, building like Satanics on every strength offlaner. Mm -hmm. Playing, playing like playing like a core, no matter what. It did griefs games. Did you notice he just played offlane faces void? I did, yes. Brown boots into hood into halberd, and yeah. he was just like jumping on people and halberd them and chase and time dilate and like I was just like, man, he's they're, they're, they just won the game with the with the void offlane. It's that, weird. That they, dude they just refuses to refuses to play a traditional offlaner. He does, which so is quite good. perfect for the team. Yeah, yeah the branding but, is, is. But the, the the question is though, once that gets figured out, is that still good? And like. I want to be on the OG hype train because I really like watching them and it's fun, but I'm also confident in a captain like Insania or somebody, you know, cu cutting that apart and f figuring out how that team ticks and yeah. finding weaknesses in that. I think there's an element of like, you can own people with this weird shit at first, and then if it turns out to actually be good, everybody just copies it and then it's not unique anymore. And then the question is, can they but adapt again? Can they do something new again? Yeah, but I would argue, again, like you said, like it's all about adaptation. It's about not staying stagnant because if you stay stagnant, obviously people are going to figure your stuff out. Like, I mean, you look at the, like, Secret, like, you know, Secret's known for doing, like, very unique kind of drafts, putting heroes in strange four positions, free apps or whatnot. Like, that's a strength because you want to be the team that sets the meta. If you're the team that sets the meta, the other teams have to take the time to figure out what's happening. And by the time they figure out what's happening, if you're a good team, if you're a good player, you've already moved on to something else. You already the realize is, though, that they're going to figure it out. Can you do that more than once? That because when you have question. players that are brand new to like a tier one competitive scene, like maybe they've been doing the, some style for years and years, and it's not something that they change, but it's completely new to those players. Like, for, for example, going back to NA a little bit, it's like teams letting high Shaggy's Ember Spirit through. It's like you play with the guy and you, you know not to do that. You know not to do that. He's, he's, that's been the way it is for years for him. Yeah, but is a confidence coming out from some of the other players? It's just like, Shaggy always plays. He either plays Ember Spirit, Void Spirit, or OD. We got this. Like, they, they're that confident. We did interview Moon, and I was like, bro, you, you let his Ember go through? Because after Black and Yellow, Wan versus EG definitely showed up on a lot of people's radar. It was already on Moon's radar. He said that during their NA qual run, Black and Yellow was one of the only teams to give them trouble in their undefeated streak all the way to make it to TI. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, to, to be under the impression that you can doubt this team is stupid. And he says that pretty much all of the player upgrades that they've made were upgrades. All the player transfers that they made were upgrades. And so he uh, was wise to it. Sure. Um I didn't want to derail for it to go back go to Go for it, Jenkins. Because I, I, I know this is the, like, we're going to be super anti-biased being, uh, you know, all North Americans here. But um, the black and yellow to me of EU is Team Tickles. 
Okay. Like this team, maybe maybe a little higher in the ranks. They're they're going to end up a little higher in the in the ranks. Mm-hmm. Black and yellow will possibly, but um, I mean they've looked amazing, and also they picked Sniper as a carry yeah. against Liquid, and they had won a game in that series. They almost won the series with they, a Sniper. Hmm? But but they didn't win the sniper game. No, they didn't win the sniper game. No, they game. definitely didn't. I mean, but it was I respect. A fun pick. Yeah. I respect the the bravado, the confidence. I don't know. It's just the the team looks really good. I've I've been watching a lot of their replays, and I, I've I've just noticed that they have. It's like OG in the sense that they have these ideas that are totally fresh and new, and I've never and I've never seen them before. Like they, they do these smoke wraparound plays, wrapping around the tier the back lines of the mm-hmm. tier two. You know, they do these smokes where like Celery will walk in, break his smoke so it looks like he warded mid, but then really his core ace was walking around and warding somewhere else. Like they do these really creative things and maybe they're creative strategically instead of like some Amar building meta style on timber or something. It's more like a strategic thing, but it's still fresh, new shit and it's why they're winning and it's why Celery's in 11K MMR position five player which is insanely high for for any support player how much do you think a lot of that though too is like immortal faith being like involved in the process just having that fresh is he is he on this team oh yeah, yeah. Tickles, was, that's his team he actually it, he was it, on twitter asking for team name ideas and they ended up with tickles. He tickled it up okay because because there's some of the viking gg guys in the lower division too right on yeah a roster there i i don't know if he necessarily like followed celery and that was like the main impetus for being a part of this team but it's his joint. Well, I, I, I know that the players all say how much he's helped them grow as, as, as a player. Um, and I, I would say that, like, for a, a coach like that, it, it would be mostly, like, strategic stuff that he's probably helping out with. Because I know he's less of, like, a pub grinder type player, and he's more of Fiend's replays. Like, he just watches. He just consumes. So yeah. he's going to have all of these ideas of, like, okay, here's where everybody, like, goes to ward at level one. Here's something nobody's ever done before. Let's do this. Because I've watched so many replays. Like, I know nobody's going to expect this sort of thing. And it's, like, it's those little things that give you an edge, especially in, in, the, in the European DPC. Like, the teams are so close in terms of individual skill that you do, like, this one thing to get an advantage, get, like, a first blood, and the whole game is easy. Yeah. The auxiliary things have a big impact, which is actually... Part of the reason why you were saying, Moxie, that Liquid hit the ground running, they were also boot camping, like, immediately. And and now they're no longer boot camping, which we actually got a chance to speak to Matu about how that transition process has been for them. I mean, now that we started only playing through bootcamp the first game, so it definitely feels more awkward to play. Not like, uh, that's why we kind of figured that we'll, when we uh, practice, we also use webcams to kind of see each other and just feel a little bit more personal. Uh, I think it's working out for us pretty well. And um, yeah, I mean, it, like all these like interactions with coaches and analysis are a little bit weir- like uh, weirder when you're online because mm-hmm. like people just like, <clears throat> Excuse my language, but they just fuck off randomly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's like you don't know when they're making themselves a hot chocolate or a coffee or anything or taking a shit. <laughs> we always know when Jenkins is taking That's, a shit because he always tells us. Yeah, I mean, it's and polite. And the quality of it, it is It's like well. he said, you don't want to just have somebody fuck off. Like, you, you want to know what they're up to. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we want to know if you're your accountability. If, yeah. you're on a, if you're on a very successful team, of course, that you need to announce that. 
yeah. to acquire success. That's really the main reason why we're forcing webcams for the entire DPC. <laughs> and so people can't, you know. Just disappear. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, it's integrity reasons. Well, it's like when they pause, you can see what they're doing. Right. Didn't someone right? call them out on that at one point, too? We did, yeah. yeah. I think it was an NA game where someone like said, like, lag, and then just like left their chair. <laughs> And then, oh no, no, it was it was versus Tundra. Skeeter was like rolling around in his chair, randomly spraying stuff, and we, uh, because it wasn't Tundra that did the pause, but their opponents did. Which he I don't was know something that was. It was Raid. He was spraying, some and there sort was of bug. cockroaches or or some hopefully not cockroaches. Centipedes, uh, maybe millipedes in his room. I know Skeeter's <laughs> got some issues with those millipedes. From, yeah, he's got a big millipede problem. Yeah, he's been yeah. He uh. yeah, messages me about that. He's mm. like, "What should you?" I re recommended to him whatever you saw him spraying there. Yes, so, you are an authority. Yeah, it's mixing chemicals, right? Right, right in my wheelhouse. Well, I've been the, drinking over here. It's uh, feel free to take a sip of this drink, Kevin. You haven't given me a review, by the way. Did, was, you didn't catch my. Nobody saw me when I took the first drink. Well, you need to make. Drink. It's a it podcast. Was, you need to make the, the sound. It was uh, a big slurp. It smells. It's got that like clear comms. Clear comms. It's a thing pro players do to, to like try to make things clear. That was a good reference. Correct, um, yes. A lot of, lot of, lot of uh, chemicals I'm smelling. Less talk, more sip. No, I, I barely even heard sip, anything. Louder sip, come on. Kind of taste? Oh, I'm sorry. You gotta slurp it. Oh, <laughs> that's rich. You just don't eat the cup. Uh, I mean, uh, the first taste is good. Then I get to that like uh, diet sugar. That'd be the sugar. Febreze that I put in there. Yeah, then, then I get that Febreze taste afterwards. Gets it reminds fresh. me of college, you know, where people would puke on their futons, and then Febreze it till it <laughs> all, all you could smell is Febreze. What the? What? That's just what boys do when they're you 18 in college. You slept on a college. futon in college? I, I never on, did I that. Y'all are gross. I knew people. I, I was on the ground. Oh, believe me, Moxie, with the, you've interacted with, with many people blender. like this. Oh, my word. Yeah, Febreze was like how you clean when you're 18 Yeah, because you spray Axe on yourself to get <laughs> rid of the sweat. You yep. smell Febreze on the couch to get rid of the vomit. And then once every two weeks you take a shower. That's everybody knows. That's What's wrong with you guys? I'm, I'm just saying. It was just efficiency at that point. I don't agree with this. I'm a, I'm a profuse shower. For real though, how do you, let's say your mom buys you like a futon for college. Like what do you do when like some kid like throws up on it like the first week? You remove the vomit for a start. What, Please that, tell me it, that you guys are removing the vomit. This is like a draw the owl. If I wouldn't remove there, the vomit. Okay. Do I have some sort of suction capabilities? I mean, if you, you have, not, I mean, a lot of high school, or not high school, a lot of college people don't have like, you know, a little wet vac to like, yeah, you know, exactly clean up. The issue. But so, you gotta, you gotta scrape that shit off, right? Oh, mm -hmm. so let it dry first, okay. No, and then you, you get like soapy water and you like try to, to spot clean it and get rid of that the That sounds remnants. out of a, not in the wheelhouse yeah, of an average 18 year old male. True. Me. I mean, true, but geez, don't don't just breeze over. If you're well, if you are sitting there I'm right sure now and you have a futon I, that's I, got I, vomit I all over it, the solution to all this. You don't you don't vomit. You swallow it. Uh, you don't vomit <laughs> on the you futon. baby bird yourself. Scrape it off and then. Absolutely. You just it's not, you're not a dog, Kevin. You're angle, not a dog. Angle you don't upwards. go back for seconds. No. Angle upwards. Yes. Yeah, that's Let right. gravity do its job. Let it cycle back in. In conclusion, Jenkins juice a little funky. Well, you know, it's, um, it's okay. I'm glad to have learned. And on the topic of support staff, <laughs> as we continue <laughs> back on to the Dota Pro Circuit, Eastern Europe, Puck Champ, is actually doing pretty good. Uh, the reason I say support staff is because our good friend Lee Mare, the statistician of oh, TI10, has been working with Puck Champ for quite a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, Puck That's Champ. awesome. Uh, since... Uh, at least the entirety of the previous DPC, in which uh, I believe Puckchamp was Div 2, and then 
Now they are Div 1. Yeah, and they, doing, came, they came from lowers. Right, and they're doing quite well now. They are 3-1, and one, and the one team that they have lost to is Spirit. But I actually watched that series. Oh, just kidding. They didn't come from lowers. I think season one they came from lowers. Oh, season one. Yeah, they, Puck yeah, 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 season season one, two yeah. they made it to uppers, and now in the winter tour, they're in Div 1. Still right. Rylat, Young G, Malik, Astral, Ducalis. Mm -hmm. And Lee. Lee Mare. Lee who has God-tier stats. For sure. Mm. Very helpful at TI. And what we saw was only just the tip of the iceberg because there's also a great deal of like warding stuff that Oh, he was fiending the warding I'm stuff. I'm telling you. What was the what was the one stat that we were trying to figure out? Uh, teams how many number of centuries spent for D wards? Numbers so like Average century per Century efficiency. Correct. So basically, how many observer wards die in the game versus how many wards you place? Yeah. It, it was it that the teams that had the better century efficiency were winning later. Yeah. So I was trying was to extrapolate weird. for one of my AR segments that I was just like, "This is a great stat, but I don't know what it tells me." <laughs> it's so cool that it only takes so, Beachy Gaming two century wards and it takes Fnatic eight century wards. Yeah. So just so just to be clear, it was that the teams that had better warding efficiency were not winning as quickly. Correct. But I don't really know if that was like the proper conclusion to draw out of it. It was a slight trend. And my theory on that. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, We've lost my, them. My, my theory on that was that the teams that are playing faster are often leaving areas, and if you're leaving areas and entering into areas, you have to just slam down sentries yeah, like crazy in order to deward, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're not getting your courier to fucking fly out. Yeah, that's the worst. Donkey. You're going to place a good sentry, but you're like, but I need this Yeah, yeah, so you just, <laughs> so you just <laughs> sentry the cliff, sentry the middle of wherever you're standing, sentry the cliff, leave, go do it somewhere else. And so you have the teams that are actually playing faster are the ones that have worse sentry efficiency. Yeah. But the teams that are controlling areas, maybe they're more likely to win, maybe they're more likely to win later, but they're spending more time in areas and therefore they can send the courier out. They don't have to just plop down sentries. They're not going to go somewhere else where they have to place more sentries. And that was just one stat. Correct. Like he was coming up with all sorts of all sorts of stuff about these teams and it was like day to day too. And he was so passionate about it, too. Like, that was the best part. Is like, I was talking to him, and the dude wasn't sleeping. Like, oh, he no. legit was, like, like an hour or two at night. I don't think he does sleep. <laughs> the robot. He, he, you know? But, uh, you know, you talk to him about, you know, like, I, I messaged him because I was concerned about his health at that point. <laughs> I was like, Whatever. you need to sleep. He's like, oh, but I want to get this stat and this stat and this stat. I was like, talk to the casters, talk to the desk, like, what they really enjoy. and try. But, like, this man, just everything. Like, he's like, this is really interesting. I want to get that out here, and I want to put this down on this. And I love that. I love seeing people that are super, super passionate about, you know, Dota and, like, want to I mean, share all working, this apparently. No, they, it they is. They always Team have a place off. in the community. Yeah, if, if anyone is unfamiliar with who we're talking about, uh, there is a statistician in the Dota 2 community who is primarily Russian language, uh, or at least trying to get started in Russian language talent. Um, and I became familiar with them through Reddit posts, so obviously trying to access English community as well. Spectral.gg is the website. Highly recommend it if you're a fan of any level of professional stats. If you peruse Liquipedia or Dota Buff, the esports section, check out Spectral.gg. And Lee Mare is the sole creator, proprietor, owner, operator of the site, designer, everything, and also joined us at TI10 to give us on-the-fly statistics. Helped me and Kevin out quite a bit with our AR segments because we were also paneling and casting and we couldn't watch every single game. And so he would come bring us daily statistics. We'd try to make a segment out of it. 
huge asset, not only to us, but apparently to Puck Champ as well, because they are three and one, only lost to Team Spirit, Spirit yeah. the TI-10 champions, and it was a close game. It was a 2-0, but both the games were nail biters. Respectable. Very much so. That's fair. I think I read somewhere too, like the, the top three teams or whatever, they all have coaches. Yeah. Right? And I don't think the rest is. So he's kind of like stressing that point, like, you know, might be worth it to take a look into getting, you know, some coaches, some analysts, something like that. Well, it's more, more common that coaches are going to want to align themselves to teams that have potential though as well. It's like you, you, a chicken and an egg. Like sort of Arkosh thing. can't get AUI to coach him. There's no fucking way, you know. Like he wouldn't want to associate his brand. Well, they true. kicked him. That's so why would they true. want? Why would well, he want to work with them? He couldn't get. I hear they're working on us. Avery SVG though. Yeah, I'm, the I'm just saying that he, 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 there's a reason he's coaching Tundra, not Arkosh. Okay, mm. one of those oh, teams has great. a lot more. That's that's great. Great. That's a lot of damn. Continue. <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, good <laughs> teams on, will this. get good coaches. That's all I'm going to say. We can get into this right now if you want XD. to. <laughs> hey, wanna... I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, can, we can talk about this. You want to? All right. Wanna... Dive on I, it. I don't think I have a choice. Lead us. Uh, if you're not familiar, the supporter packs have come out for a handful of the teams. Uh, not all of them. Otherwise, we would be equally shilling for all of them. But the ones that have been added, we picked and choosed some of our favorite Voice lines. Yes, and uh, I would like all of us to campaign for our favorites. And after all of us go through three lines, the 12 that we have selected, we will find a top three based off of the arguments that you guys provide. My understanding last night is you can buy supporter packs for anybody, but you can only buy like higher level supporter packs for people that have voice lines and stickers yeah. and stuff, right? So for now. The, the they're base... still un unleashing all. But when I was like clicking through, it seemed like I could buy. Like everybody's, you get a pack. pennant for a level pennant. one, which is like five dollars. You get the sprays and the loading screens, or yeah, the sprays and loading screens for ten dollars, and then you get the voice chat wheel lines for twenty dollars. Gotcha. So buy them for your favorite team. Buy them for your favorite. Yeah, they're freaking expensive. I'm putting that out there. Well, there, sh there should be a chest. That's my idea. There should be a chest that you get mm. when you get the level three one, because okay. I think it's it's one item short of being. A good deal. A good deal. I see. I think you should get a branded chest mm. that has like a courier or something, like they used to do. Maybe you could have special couriers as cool. the as the like super rare reward, but then have the rest of the chest just you know mm. cool looking items, normal chest. But then the best reward maybe is like a courier. You buy you know the the Enigma pack and maybe you get some crazy oh design like on the on the donkey that started just something that i don't really care that much about anymore these days i mean maybe it's just because i've been playing dota so long and i have a set for like every hero basically but mm. unless it's like it's really cool it's the chance of getting that courier so you want to encourage people with gambling to make them feel like they're oh, you can only buy one then you can buy a supporter pack for every team maybe you have a chance of getting uh, more gambling more yeah, yeah more gambling all right well let's listen to some of these <laughs> nice voice lines. sure let's listen to some of the voice lines purge which were the three voice lines that you selected? Do you remember? I was the last to pick, you were. so I had a rough time because I, you know, I made a list of the ones I liked the best, and of my like five that I thought were really good, I think like three or four of them were already taken by you guys. Mm. Should have done your homework. I'm gonna faster. have to check my phone because off the top of my <laughs> head, like it's not gonna be okay, Moxie. Gonna... You are responsible. Tell me which are the three lines that you selected. So my first line that I love is yeah. from Dog Champ. Ow! Ow! I like the owls. 
I think they're fantastic. It I, was their last they season, just too. Lazy put the same one in. Because Get that it's out a here. banger. It you don't banger. reinvent it's, the wheel. It's good, it's good voice acting or whatever. You know, it's it not it's not cringe. It's me. also one of those yeah. things that like something good happens, oh something bad happens, oh you don't True. know. You know, it can go either there's, way. There's, I do like there's important categories. Flexibility, the voice line has to be relevant, has to not be cringe. Like there's party horn. You gotta pass a lot of barriers. More perfect than a It's a good one. Okay. It's a good one. Yeah, I got that. I've got uh, this one here. XD. It's from Quincy Crew. I like that one because it's very one. dry, sarcastic humor, and yep. uh, I spent a lot of time hanging out with this guy here. So I think they should have shows you have a thick perversion. <laughs> and he was well, fighting Lukey Lukey for playing Pangolin. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty fun. That would be pretty good, that's too. Have you guys ever had an XDer on your team before? Yes. Co Corey was an XDer in Zephyr as well. So, really? like, that one just, like, resonates with me so good because he would say it the exact same way. It's like an NA meme. You just feel X like XD. XD, something's like funny or awkward or mostly so he awkward. Did, he didn't even XD. type it. He was no, saying he would, it in class. Every time he would say it. XD. He like, it's like, I don't know. It's, my impression was like making fun of somebody that used to like type XD for like that face mm. back in like the year 2001 or something. Back in like the 1800s So now they just say it. Yeah. 1800. Now they just say it. It's just, it's just a membrane. That was a good one. That was, okay. oh, yeah, that was, that was a top tier for me People too. People are like etching XD on stone tablets. That's yeah, right. but those yeah. were like Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Ten... D is not a Roman numeral, but 10-something. <laughs> Maybe they missed they missed Maybe they uh, And then my last one is from Team Liquid. This death actually doesn't matter. Mm. I'm a support player. These things happen. I included That's that one point. in my, my top picks that got stolen by somebody else as well. I thought that one was really good. It's like... It's it's great context. I didn't you steal it. you die all the time, right? Right? You die all the time. So you like did. you can you can throw that one out there. It's good. Um, you can use it on your opponents. You can use it on yourself. Multiversal. The uh, the execution is good. The acting was good. I like it. That's a good one. Zai is known to be. I like how you have categories. A professional actor, of course. The oh, categories yeah. that he I mean, has. I mean, he's doing like, your sales pitch for you. We're voting. Boxes. We're yeah, voting at no, the no, end. No. It's a good one. There's yeah. a lot of good ones. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, I, I'll I'll take next. It is. Glued to the table. Careful. I will pivot it over. Pivot we are next. using a stream deck for those of you listening on audio. Okay, so my first one was... Are you looking yours up? Do you not remember? I vividly T1. recall it. I remember T all of them. I'm yes. just looking at pictures of the team to get me really into the mode. Because it's T1. Ooh, it's Mike Test. Mike Test. Oh, that's a good one. Hello, Mike Test. Mike Test, one, two, three. All right, here's my argument for this one. Casters notoriously get very sick of the voice lines because we hear them so often yeah. and they are incredibly distracting. But this is one that I think that will almost always get a response from a caster. Huh. It'll be a pause. Someone's going to do mic test one, two, three, and you are going to be paralyzed and you're going to be like, I need to fill this pause with something. And you'll start talking about the voice line. It is the classic crutch. In fact, you guys should be thankful that voice lines came out because it used to be, let's look at couriers. Let's look at cosmetics. What's wrong with that? All I'm saying is that People run out of stuff to You're talk gonna about. You're going to start me on my whole rant about how professional players only have the base donkey and don't actually <laughs> buy into the Dota ecosystem. The support players have the couriers. I, I actually like the mic check one because I feel like you can use it passive-aggressively. Also true. It's like, yeah. can you... Hello, mic test. Mic test. One, two, three. Like, can you idiots not hear me? Like, Or, or, or it's like, uh, are you guys... Like, wh what's going on? Why don't you respond? Like, why are you losing so bad, you know? It's like, maybe your mics aren't working. Maybe that's why I haven't yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. You're so yeah. quiet. What's going on, you know? Great. So I'm glad we're all in. I, I like that one. I, Perfect. People, people were spamming that in pubs last night. We are was, all in accordance it. with that one. Uh, my next one is from Team Unknown. Crit, crit, crit. Crit, crit, crit. Yay! 
This one. That's garbage. I'm a fan of this one because the other voice line meta is you never just use one voice line. You spam them back to back. So if you chain it correctly, you can, oh, I don't know if it'll work properly, but the idea is. Crit, 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 yay, crit, crit, yay. Okay, it doesn't overwrite on the stream deck, but the idea is you get six crits. Nice. Crit, 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 yay. Yeah. That's pretty annoying. That's the only thing that's cool, but I fucking hate that voice line. <laughs> I, think I fucking Easy. hate it. I went through all the voice lines, and there was two teams that I now despise and want to lose, and it is this team and one other. It sounds like... Team Tickles that, as well. That Awful. That voice actor is, like, um, trying to tied hard. up and trying to escape, and uh, they're like, do the line. Yeah. It's, do it. The, it is not, in my, in my opinion, Crit, I think it is... It is Just kill me. Cringe, it's cringe voice acting from my per, from my perspective, and it seems Ooh, also the voice actors watching. It's it also like, redundant. I thought it was good. Like, look, I think what happened is it is the new round. People are understanding the meta better, but they don't truly understand the value of the meta. They're like they're like copying Arkosh's uh, season one. They're copying Effie's voice line, and they're doing poor versions of it. Mm. Yeah, they are. That, that are that are like it's it's just like. Like, look, I get it. You you want to earn get money. I'm gonna get a girl to read my voice. Yeah, line. it's like yeah. you want you want to earn the money, but like you're just badly copying something. And it makes you look cringe. All right, that's, but that's my you argument. said that this line had good voice acting. Ow! Now this yes. line I, that, I, that I, came I, out I season one. Good voice acting. Number one, it came out season one. Yeah, it's a dog it themed like team. Dying. Yeah, it's I, like a howl or whatever. It's fine. The girl saying crit, she's like saying annoying. It's literally the way she's saying it's literally annoying. That's how voice lines work. Look, it's supposed it, to be annoying. They can be annoying, and I depends on your definition. And of I good distinctively voice line, chose like the base police line, very annoying. But I think it's well executed. It is. I didn't choose it. No, I don't think anybody here chose it because they never want to hear it another time. No <laughs> fucking time. But it is objective, objectively a good executed voice line that yeah, is also okay, annoying. Sure, sure. Okay. But that one is badly executed, in my opinion. Sorry, I would say it's slightly badly executed. It's getting very and <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> I have refuse, opinions. I agree. It's I refuse yet. to accept that that one's like. A, a, I was very surprised that you put in there. That's I'm, all I'm gonna say. I, you can at least and understand why. That's it. Nature. It's, it's the, the irritation nature. factor that I was yes. appealing for, and clearly it works. So I'm yeah. gonna be using that against <laughs> yeah. you if I ever queue for He's a right. really draft. He's some right about that. Yeah, and then I'll be like, dude, your build is so bad. Four passives. Third one that I chose was from Puck Champ. Wow. Now the reason I went for this one, Moxie, I thought you could appreciate. What? What was? What did they say? It's a wow. Wow. It's auto tune. But does it not harmonize to an extent? It's auto. Are they not hitting those? It's an notes? interval. Yeah, it's an yeah. interval. Wow. I can see that. You can wow. harmonize on top of That's that if I'm you saying. really want to. Are you going to harmonize on top sound of the voice like I don't know the that octave. It's like a bit like a computer. It's, it's not the octave it's, that matters. Wow. It's the interval that matters. Is it auto-tune or, or is it just sound weird? I don't know. It's an interval. It's melodic. It's, it's melodic. not necessarily auto-tune, but it's definitely melodic. Bum, bum. That's yeah, what you're Yeah, of hearing. course. I'm not... Does it sound auto-tuned, or does it sound like it's that's It's literally a vowel sound. It's two vowel sounds. Like, you've got a diff slight diphthong going on with it. I feel like we're talking on different pages here. I we feel like this is a are. really simple question. Do you think somebody that's Has saying it that... Digitally was it, no, was it digitally it, altered? No. Thank you. I don't think Holy shit. That took just, 15 seconds. Come on. I just don't understand. I mean, I feel like there's not enough people <laughs> that will use things ironically is the problem. I love these voice lines. Because this... Cause you're, you're very... Because you, you picked, like, the ironic, annoying one. Yeah. Like the so bad it's good one. Yes. But I actually think that, that that's not what people buy. No, it's. I, I think there's yeah. a lot of. Neil buys. That's, yeah, like a, buy. that's like a very American 
style of comedy. Which is, voice is, lines did you buy, like, Jenkins? I, <laughs> Go ahead. Show me, Jenkins. Which voice lines did you buy? Which are your three voice lines? Uh, I went, what, are, what are your three favorite voice lines? I yeah. went with the Arkosh. Uh, that's, oh. uh, that's a lot of damage. That's peculiar. That's a lot of damage. Uh, I went with the Arkosh. I don't remember. Oh, okay, let's <laughs> calm down. So, what are your uh, what are the what are the selling points of that line? Uh, the selling points of this line is that I am contractually obligated. Mm. As um, as people know, BSJ does own a portion of Arkosh Gaming, the entity, uh, LLC. Uh, there were some words that I had thrown around in different videos about him. Um, that turned out to be defamation. Um, and I was, uh, for this defecation, I was served a court order that said that, of course, I have to promote these. And so Defic I... Defecation, not defecation. I, I couldn't... <laughs> it was both. I couldn't have... Um, I, couldn't ch I couldn't choose anything else. I see. So I think this one's really good. I think this is their best of the three. I think the other two are like decent, but I think this is the best one. Like voice inflection right. throughout right. it is really excellent. Um, it's relevant in uh, you can use it ironically a little bit. You can use it in context as well. I mean, it's not as good as their last their last fan bundle, but I still think like this one's pretty solid. Let me tell you something, okay? They we had <laughs> goat noises. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that did not get in. Mm, serious. Valve? Is it because the Omaiwa Shinderu sold like hotcakes? That's right. We'll let the other teams, you know, get a piece of uh -huh. the pie. I understand. Yeah. But we had goat noises, and I just want to know, can we resubmit the goat noises? Because those were some good goat noises. I believe you. Ow! Ow! <laughs> we were told no animals, This no voice actors... That's not anybody on. That's not Bloody Nine making that a woo. I can tell you, I know all of the dog champ players. That's. I was gonna say, I know what his dog was. None of them. It's not Bloody Nine. Like, how is this somebody on Puck Champ? Wow. Who the fuck is that? Who is that? That's. I don't know, but they have they have been classically trained. Is all I know. Apparently, or auto tuned. I. No, no. According to whoever one you're listening. to. Why would you auto tune at two like like it's not even it's like two and. Well, I'm just saying, depending on who you're listening to here. Listening to the trained vocalist. Yeah, but he's a trained robot, so he knows trained computers. Aren't all robots trained? Dude, I feel like I need to lower my voice like significantly to be on this panel with the two of you right here. Oh, just them. That's cool. You can also lower your voice, you know. We can get you some sulfur hexafluoride. I believe that was the, that do it? the opposite that the of the helium, helium thing. Yeah. A very dense air. Yeah. All right, my second uh, voice pack that I chose was the Arkosh Wonderful, which I don't remember what that sounds like. Oh, wonderful. Ah, yes, that one. <laughs> Simply delicious. We'll skip past that one and go to this one. <laughs> oh, great. That's, that's great. All right, Perch, go ahead. Great! That one's a little, I, the second one, not a big fan. Third one's, it's, it's too it's okay. slow. Like, I feel like if it was a little bit snappier, like the, it would be like right on the money because it, it's funny, right? It's Which sarcastic. Is? The, uh, that's, that's great. 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 Like, go like great. right into it. Like, it's just a little bit too much of a, these were positive. the three worst lines that we submitted. Heartbreaker. The three worst. Guess we, we're not we, voting. We for resubmitted Omaya Washinderu. They didn't take it. They didn't take it. You hate to see it. All right, right, Perch. You seem like the authority on this. Don't knock over the Jenkins juice and destroy you, this. You will have Please to make don't. this relatively I'll have the, snappy. I'll have the Take your fucking cup. Here, I'll, I'll hit the button. It's empty. I'll hit the button. Which uh, ones do you want me to hit? We, we do have uh, roughly three minutes left in the show, so... No. Well, that's not... That's not... That one's top not, tier. Right, so. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> okay, whatever, dude. I just woke up, not even trying right now, and I'm lagging. That's a god tier one. 
That is good. so god tier. It's Owen. so iconic. That one's really good. The, the audio quality is like a little weak. That's the only criticism. Wow. But like, I, I think uh, that adds to it. That's so. much as how bring, bring. I think the scuffed nature of the microphone. If you, I mean, Arteezy through a clear microphone, have you even heard such a then thing? Then again, you could argue that going back, there's only a certain portion of the audience that will enjoy that sort of scuffedness. It said something yeah. like that. That might be the best voice line. Great. It's, that one's really good. Let's make the next two snappy, because okay. the clock is ticking, my Obi friend. Neon, do that one. Nice, you! What do you think? That's a funny one. What do you think? Better than Puck Champ. No Let's offense. see Paul hey, Allen's voice that. line. I just hear you... Well, you say nice juke, nice basically, juke. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it's pretty good. That's a funny It's one. not like amazing, but I think it's like a little hidden gem. I was really, I, I thought Obi Neons were quite The delivery's good. pretty hidden good. Hidden gem. And then I have a fanatic <laughs> laugh. A generic laugh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, that one has two people laughing. That was that's pretty good. Why that's why I like a, it. That's mm. a two which, for one. Yeah, which team is this? Uh, Fanatic. Fanatic's okay. laugh. I, I like, there's a lot of laugh noises. It's obviously great in all contexts, but I like that one because it's got a double, so you got some camaraderie. It's probably natural so yeah i for for the laugh for laugh ones uh i think that one's really solid Great. i vote arteezy's is the best one i thought i think that one's I, that gets me every time i hear it moxie i, I think the we've used awoo how many times now I'm, I'm on board with the awoo can't win two seasons in a row do we have to we, we final final vote are we all just voting for our, oh actually you didn't vote for your no, i voted for arteezy's yeah, i genuinely uh, think that's that one floors me Floors you. I like the XD a lot too. XD is very good. Nah. Uh, I I gotta I think I'm gonna go with Mike Test one, yes, two, three. That one's that's really good. Boy. I like Mike Test a lot. I think that's, there's a lot there's like three or four that I, I think are very solid. Mike Test is You don't think so? I'm not for, a for, for RTZ, are you kidding me? That's real. So that's RTZ real energy. Top three? What's your top three? You got Awu. Mm. Choose one that isn't yours. That isn't mine. Oh <laughs> all right. Um probably the uh the the Great. Okay. Oh, really? Arkosh Great? <laughs> really? Is it Great or the... I guess the EG. Yeah, I would go with the EG too. Okay, we got two Arteezys. You got Mike Chest. Uh, what's your other two? Uh, I would say This Death Doesn't Actually Matter from Li Team Liquid. That's that pretty good. That one's really good, good I think. One. And probably... I like XD a lot, but it's just like a personal preference. I don't think the average That's literally person. any any opinion is a that. personal I preference. I hate that one. <laughs> No, I'm just saying what that, like, I have, I, no, that I have a connection because I had a, a player on my team that used to say X yeah, all the time. Fine. So it's like personal, that's personal, like personal You don't need to come up with a sabermetric I got reason. spammed no, I'm, that I'm with that. I'm generically tell I don't you like which it. the best three are, and that one I believe is not in everybody's best three, but me personally, it is in my best three. I like to be very impartially. Okay, we're going to just not ignore biased. his uh, input mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. here on out. I will, I'll go with Liquid Zai. I think uh, them really? managing to put a microphone in front of Zai and him cooperating to do content, big big ups to Liquid. You did it. You finally got Zai to do something on camera, on microphone. They probably just took it from his stream, honestly. <laughs> probably <laughs> took it from. Well, you know what is content, the, baby. The one time he talked. We take on his those. Stream. We take those. Lovely. Well, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed the Dota DPC TLDR. We ignored three regions. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. If, I, if it ain't English, I was like, I'm not qualified to judge this one. <laughs> it's really okay. That's, uh... Beast Coast versus Thunder Predator. Let's go. Yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah. Uh, SCA. Huh? You you watched some SCA? I've been watching lower div SCA. I've been looking at Enigma Galaxy over there. Pelosan. 
one of the best Enchantress players. Uh, I'll t tell you in 15 seconds. Perfect. I, he made me realize I don't want to play Enchantress because he played the best Ench that I've ever seen in the first 15 minutes. Literally every like 15 second window, he was doing like the most optimal, efficient thing possible. The game went to one hour and five minutes. Wow. That's the, supposed to be a snowballing here. He played perfectly and the game still went an hour. You know how boring sucks. Enchantress is? Hmm? So his team sucks. Maybe. They ended up winning. So good for them. They carried, but it's like if you're Enchantress, you don't win at... 15 minutes, you're just useless. But a win's 45. a win, dude. Win's a win, you take win's a win. Yeah, but still, you know. And then China, uh, extreme gaming, paparazzi. He's popping off. He's paparazziing off. God, this is time to end this thing hard, please. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching the third weekly installment of the DPC TLDR. If you have any thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, at ESL Dota 2, but only say nice things, otherwise we get fired. <laughs> thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Take the weight alone. No, I can't. 
Baby, can't you see that this ain't gonna go right? 